I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. With a lore spanning over almost six decades, keeping everything in line for Doctor Who is about as easy as keeping thirsty boys in a girl's YouTube comment section at bay. Occasionally, inconsistencies slip through the cracks. It happens. But sometimes the rulebook is thrown out of the window and time decides to fold in on itself, killing everyone. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are 10 times Doctor Who has broken its own rules. Number 10. The Rule of 13 It's common knowledge by now that a Time Lord has a maximum of 13 lives, their initial incarnation after birth, and 12 regenerations. After that, if they die, they die. Even though we know the first few New Who Doctors as the 9th, 10th, and 11th, thanks to secret incarnations and half-baked regenerations, they're technically the 10th, 11th, slash 12th, and 13th. So come Matt Smith's regeneration, Doctor Who had worked itself into a corner. His 11th slash 13th Doctor can't regenerate until he can. The Time Lord squeeze a Deus Ex Machina through a crack in the sky, and the Doctor can regenerate another 12 times. Doctors 12 and 13, or 14 and 15, come as a result of this, and the Timeless Children can just piss off for the moment. The Master also managed this feat too, but did it via becoming Goop, not through a Deus Ex Machina. Blimey, if this is number 10, let's see what else we've got. Number 9. Fake Regenerations David Tennant's 10th Doctor half-regenerated back in Journey's End, but that still counted as one of his 12, as we've already discussed. However, we've seen the Doctor use actual regeneration energy to heal either themselves or others. Davros in The Witch's Familiar, for example, and River Song has done the same for her future husband, too. He also faked a regeneration in The Lie of the Land, but even though they've mentioned they'd lose an arm or a leg down the line, none of these minor regeneration glimpses have yet come back to haunt the Doctor. So if minor injuries or fake-outs can use regeneration effects without using up a go at life, why don't we see them more? Regeneration energy has been used as a weapon in the past. Look at Matt Smith nuking a Dalek ship in the time of the Doctor, so why doesn't the Time Lord fire regeneration energy from his hands like they're flipping Iron Man? Perhaps these moments of seeing the regenerative glow will change things in the future, and we've just not seen them yet, or it's just one extra thing to worry about and the writers couldn't be bothered to move it forward in continuity. Good stuff. Number 8. Disobeying the Laws of Time Fixed points are fixed. You can't change them. Even changing the most minor of things, time and punishment from The Simpsons here again please, can have major ramifications for the future. Come the final specials of the 10th Doctor, David Tennant found himself stuck in a fixed point in time during the waters of Mars that he knew he shouldn't mess with. But he still did. 
The last of his kind, the Time Lord Victorious, the laws of time are his. After saving Adelaide Brooke, whose death along with the rest of the crews on Bowie Base 1 was a fixed point, the events of her daughter being inspired to travel the stars after her late mother were basically wiped out. However, Adelaide, chastising the Doctor for altering a fixed point, set history straight by killing herself on Earth, allowing those events to play out. The Ninth Doctor showed us in Father's Day not to mess with even comparably minor events, but it seems like 10 didn't get them memo. Number 7. Inconsistent Angels 2007's Blink introduced the Weeping Angels as a terrifying and powerful threat, zapping people back in time to feed on the energy of the life they would have lived, whilst moving lightning fast when not being observed, produced a truly brilliant, iconic episode. Of course, their popularity led to their resurgence, and their two subsequent headlining stories led to some strange inconsistencies. The Time of Angels and Flesh and Stone introduced the concept of an image of an angel becoming an angel, though other images of angels, including those seen in Blink, didn't. The Statue of Liberty, one of the most photographed structures on Earth, and also a weeping angel, didn't have copies of it spring to life off New York postcards all over the world either. Also introduced late was the idea of being infected with angelitis when looking directly into one's eyes. We definitely saw some human angel staring competitions in Blink, but once more, nothing came of it. It's been partially explained that the angels in Blink weren't at their full potential, apparently. Good excuse, I guess. Number 6. Time Lord Detection Back in 2007's The Sound of Drums, the Doctor stated that he'd instantly recognise a Time Lord, one of his own, irrelevant of how they looked. Except when he doesn't. The Master has avoided detection multiple times in New Who. Missy was missed and then O once again in Spyfall. But the Doc does get a pass for not recognising Professor Yana in Utopia since he was actually stuffed into a fob watch. Come Fugitive of the Jadoon, the Doctor didn't recognise Ruth's Fugitive Doctor either, but that still comes under the Fobwatch slash Lighthouse Pass, but it still doesn't excuse not sniffing out Missy and O from right under the 12th and 13th Doctor's noses. All talk and no walk, eh, Doctor? Number 5. Lost in Translation The TARDIS is an incredible bit of kit. Not only can it traverse both time and space, one party trick that's bound to leave a new companion dumbfounded is the fact that TARDIS can subconsciously translate both foreign and alien languages into English for its passengers, provided the Doctor is conscious. However, it occasionally just doesn't work. Aside from stories such as the Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit where the language is so old not even our old blue box had a clue, we've had non-English language crop up even with the TARDIS present. The Jadoon, the Hath, the Boneless, the Creatures in the Rings of Akaten, and even Earth languages such as the Pope's Italian and Extremis, Russian text in Before the Flood and Cold War, and a plethora of French in Vincent and the Doctor. None of that got translated. But we do have an explanation. According to former showrunners Russell T Davies and Stephen Moffat, the TARDIS simply picked and chose whether to translate based on plot convenience. Problem solved. Now I guess I can sleep at night. Number 4. Crossing Timelines As the Ghostbusters said, don't cross the streams. But if you're a Time Lord, screw it, I guess. New Who's earliest example of ballsing things up was in Series 1's Father's Day, where Rose saved her doomed daddy from death by dangerous driving and brought about a hefty paradox in the process. However, these don't-touch-anything rules don't seem to apply to Kazran Sadako Amy Pond who met themselves, or even the Doctor themselves, on multiple occasions. The three, five, and two Doctors, Day of the Doctor, and to some extent Fugitive of the Jadoon, sees multiple incarnations of the Time Lord party down without adhering to time and relative dimensional distancing. Same goes for the Master in the World Enough and Time and the Doctor Falls, they even managed to dance and kill each other. While we previously covered the Reapers not showing up at every opportunity in previous videos, it's incredible how much these pesky Time Lords can get away with. 
with. Number 3. Gallifrey Falls No More After the Doctor supposedly destroyed Gallifrey at the climax of the last Great Time War, the early years of New Who, more specifically the Russell T Davies era, have the Doctor carry that grief and guilt of his doings and have it fuel multiple storylines. When the 50th anniversary special The Day of the Doctor came about, the decimated planet was narratively resurrected. Gallifrey never died, it was trapped in a pocket universe by 13 Doctors working together. However, the timeline straightening out after the crossover Doctors departed meant that John Hurt's Doctor and every subsequent Doctor thereafter forgot they'd saved it rather than destroyed it. But then along came Chibnall and with it, the actual destruction of Gallifrey, or at least that's how it looks presently. Series 12's controversial The Timeless Children left the Doctor's homeworld as dead as a doorpost again, and as far as anyone is aware, that's how it's staying. Until it's back again. Somehow. Number 2. Cold-Blooded Murder By and large, the Doctor doesn't do guns, nor do they kill. Unless they do, which happens occasionally. The Tenth Doctor was staunchly anti-gun right up until he was pushed to his very edge in the end of time part 2, but he still didn't pull the trigger. However, come 2015's Hellbent, the Twelfth Doctor, Hellbent on saving Clara, murders the Gallifreyan general we saw in Day of the Doctor in cold blood. Though being a Time Lord, the general does get through what the Doctor refers to as Gallifreyan man flu, it doesn't take away from the fact the Doctor point-blank shot a guy, even if he checked which regeneration he was on. It's not just guns either. The 11th Doctor didn't hesitate to blow Solomon to smithereens and dinosaurs on a spaceship, and the 13th Doctor was more than happy to trap a bunch of spiders in a box and suffocate them. Though we're still not sure just who she is yet, the Fugitive Doctor has a thing for guns too. If Ruth is definitely a part of the Doctor's timeline, that anti-gun, anti-kill things mantra is straight out of the window. Number 1. Killing a TARDIS TARDISes are truly remarkable, we've already discussed this. Races would level entire planets to get their hands on one, and since Gallifrey has been deaded twice, they're about as easy to get hold of as an RTX 30 series graphics card. A joke for all you PC nerds out there. One of the only survivors of Gallifrey's second destruction was the TARDIS house seen again in Revolution of the Daleks. But it wasn't long until the Doctor fancied using it as a trap for the SAS Daleks, luring them inside and sentencing the thing to implode. After the events of the Doctor's Wife, Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, and arguably all of Doctor Who prior, we know a TARDIS to be a sentient machine. They're not built, they're grown. It's a living thing with feelings and a conscience, but Doctor 13 saw it as nothing but a little collateral damage in her plan to destroy the Daleks. If the Doctor had justified not having a use for it since she has her TARDIS, and she wouldn't want a sparkling new machine ending up in the wrong hands, it might have made these murderous actions a little bit more understandable, but instead she nonchalantly murdered a beautiful blue box. Is there anything the Doctor won't do? These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes all sorts of versatile any-weather staples, hoodies, jackets, and more. Whether you're buying a gift or stocking your closet, you'll find just what you need. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.